All right, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to the podcast, and I hope everybody out there is having a great and wonderful day. And uh, hope everybody had a nice Memorial Day this past weekend. And if you're watching on YouTube, there you can definitely see a difference. Um, I'm actually putting up videos now. So I fi I finally got internet. Okay, so that box right over here this is my internet. So uh, I've been running everything off of this trusty thing right here. Which is really good for a phone. Like, I was really surprised that it was able to... I, I was able to watch stuff online and stuff like that. It's fine, so... But it, but it was time for an upgrade. I finally downloaded a new software to... Uh, my older my old microphone stopped working after the last podcast. So I had to, like, upgrade everything on my computer. And I'm... the. And it still didn't work, so it was like <laughs> my luck. It didn't even work. So I'm I'm using this old microphone, which it's the same thing, but it's it's a little bit different. It, it's it's older, so but it works good. I I've already tested it out. But this new software, I recorded like a ten minute podcast or a section of a podcast earlier, and it didn't even record the audio. So I was like, <laughs> I was like. It was just me, like a silent movie, just going like this. But uh, I recorded a, uh, I recorded a uh, little segment of a of a podcast Monday night, talking about how to stay positive, and and I want to play that at the end of the show. But I wanted to expand on that because I think that especially in today's age, it's really hard to stay positive with the news and all that kind of stuff. But I wanted to, you know, tell you. Or, you know, share some tips on how to stay positive in, in all this. But before we get into the show, uh, just want to like remind you of the Patreon down in the description if you want to support the show. Um, you don't have to. It's definitely up to you, but we have some great perks. If you want to grab a hat or something, this is from my store, rdaperico.com. Use promo code uh, TRP for free shipping if you want to do that. Uh, it's, really, it's a really good hat. I've had this for two years. If you remember, I had a couple of other stores. This is from the conservative comedy store, but it's still, um, it's, a, it's a really good hat. We have Trump ones. We have MAGA ones. It's just, it's a really cool hat. And I've, I've had this forever, so it's really comfortable in the summer. So, And we also have a tank top. Somebody bought a tank top the other day. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, but I but I ordered a pizza that, like earlier. <laughs> And I, I haven't ordered, like, any pizzas at all, like, in the past couple months just because I just want to, you know, be healthy and cook at home. But I was like, I don't feel like cooking. So, you know, I ordered a pizza from Pizza Hut, you know. And I don't I didn't know how they would do it since this whole COVID thing. But apparently, like, when I was when I was checking out on their website, I I couldn't help but not screenshot this. And it had a contactless delivery. Our priority is safely deliver from our hut to yours. And you can check a box. Leave it at the front door. The driver will leave your order at the front door. Protected from the ground. And then they knock on the door. And they step back at a safe distance. And then they wait till you come to the door. <laughs> I didn't do that because <laughs> I just... It's just it would just be weird because what's the point? But the the driver had a mask on and had gloves on. I I totally understand that. I mean, I'm not criticizing anybody that does that. I think you should protect yourself. 
especially in your that when like if you're in that kind of job like it really makes sense but um yeah so i just thought that was interesting um also what i saw a couple days ago i got an ad from indeed.com in my area Let's see if we can load here and it says that this job hasn't has inspired or expired but it was from a couple days ago from the other night it is basically a contract tracer work from home here in Oklahoma full-time 17 bucks an hour and that's the first time I've seen that before I'll put it up on the screen but it's but it's a contract tracer job work from home speaking of contact tracing if you miss Ben Swan's video he did a really good video talking about um, these companies are wanting to put bracelets like they're they have a contract with the contract tracing people and they're thinking about putting bracelets on like ankle monitors on people you know, it's uh, and it says it, like he said that it was the same company. It's the same companies that put ankle monitors on on uh, criminals. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Also, Bill Gates. Speaking of Bill Gates, he gave like three hundred eighty-eight billion dollars. Let me see if I can pull up the post. Three hundred eighty-eight million dollars for Australian vaccine trials. You know what? Why is this guy involved? Like, why? Why is Bill Gates like? Who asked him to speak on this issue? You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not a doctor. He's not a politician. Like, like here's the thing about the vaccine. I think that we should have the freedom to do it. I definitely think we should do that. But if they don't have it, like, if they're not going to have it until next year by summertime then are we going to have the herd immunity anyway? You know? I'm not a doctor, but I'm just saying, like, it's just kind of interesting. But anyway, um, I want to start a new uh, segment on the show called Things I'm Sick and Tired of Hearing About. I'm just sick and tired of hearing about it. Like this mail-in voting thing. I'm just, I'm just, I'm done hearing about it, you know? You know, it's, it's, if people can go to Walmart and crowd into Walmart, then they can go and vote. It may take them a week or maybe a couple weeks to get it done. But, uh, I think that we need to have a fair election. And the, like, if we're going to have a mail-in voting, you know, I, I read a story today talking and it said uh, that the Postal Service, one of the postmasters got caught stealing. Let me see if I can pull it up here. United States Postal Service mail carrier charged with fraud after allegedly tampering with vote, vote my mail ballots. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, it's definitely not a good thing. It's going to come to a lot of fraud. I mean, 
And also I saw the other day where this guy got multiple ballots. Like he got like a crap load of ballots. Let me see if I can pull it up. Anyway, I think it's on this page right here, the, the same page that posted that. Yeah. Uh, questions of voter fraud after man finds 83 ballots shipped to the single address in his apartment complex. Yeah, it has a guy with a stack of ballots, you know, and also dead people are getting ballots. Dead people got the stimulus check. It's not, I mean, they can, they can barely handle a state election. I just don't see that, how they can do it at a federal level and it not have problems. And, you know, the fraud is also a big problem. But also, when you think about it, it's going to be the older people influence the younger people, and the younger people are going to, and the younger people are going to influence the older people. So the older people, like the parents of these 18 year olds, are going to, are going to, like, the 18 year old is probably not going to know who to vote for, probably. They, it's their first time voting, and they're like, Honey, just vote for this guy, Joe Biden. He's he's gonna be fine. It's it's definitely better than Donald Trump, you know. Or it could be a older grandma being taken advantage of the same way as the younger person would. You know, the younger grandma could be taken advantage of by the grandkid. You know, maybe the grandkid is a huge Trump hater, and the and the grandma votes. You know, one of votes for Trump or whoever it is. I mean, it doesn't really matter what scenario, but. It's just it's just not going to be a fair election. That's what I'm saying. Like it's not going to be a fair way to count votes. And uh, and it's and it's going to be in November, you know. And I think that we have data. I think we as a country, I think we can handle this situation better by it being in November. And I think that we should definitely have a fair election and we should have a go to the polls. And if, if you, if you want to have a mail-in ballot, I think that, I guess that's okay. I, I mean, for the people that definitely don't want to get out, you know, I totally understand if you don't want to get out. But for the people who do, I think that we owe it to them to have a polling place in their area so they can go and vote. And maybe by doing it that way, maybe it will lower the risk of fraud. I'm not saying that like 100% of this, I mean, I think that probably most of it is probably okay, but it, it, it will lead to problems if, it, if more people vote. There's more opportunity for fraud if we let everybody, if we force everybody to vote by mail. It's just not good. I'm sick and tired of hearing on social media, show me the source. You know, especially with this COVID thing, like, do they not have the same internet that I'm connected to? Because the one I'm connected to, I can go on this thing. I can go on my computer. I can go on my iPad. I can go on my TV. I can go on my, my, other. I can go on three or four devices and connect to the internet and I can Google stuff and Google articles and things like that. Please. Stop, like, say, like, show me the source. I want to see the number. Like, Google it. Google it. Like, if you really want to know. I'm, I'm sick and tired of hearing that this week. I'm sick and tired of the mainstream media 
their bias against Donald Trump. Donald Trump came, like his comment about the disinfectant, what I, which I gave my opinion on, I don't really like. You know, I think it was a stupid comment. But the, the media, whenever that happened, this is the headline that read, You don't understand sarcasm, how Trump and his allies downplay his comments. When Biden said, you ain't black, the Washington Post headline was, come on, Biden, or come on, Biden's you ain't black comment was clearly a joke. Like, really? It's also the same thing with, like, Trump going golfing this weekend. Like, he went golfing this past weekend, and I was looking at Facebook, and most of the comments were, like, angry uh, like the angry emoji. And I'm like, like, here's the thing. Like, like he has the hardest job in the world. I don't really care. Like, I don't really care if he wants... Like, same thing with Obama. Like, they're saying that Obama went to, went golfing more. Like, on, on uh, Memorial Day weekend than any other president. I don't care. I honestly don't care. I don't care when Obama did it. I don't care when Trump... He, he has the hardest job in the world. So to sit back and go, you can't have any fun time. It just, it's the stupidest thing. Like, imagine if you never had a vacation. Imagine, like, if you never had to have any fun at all and you just... I think that he, I think out of anything, I think he deserves it. Any, any president that has went through what Trump has went through in the last four months with this virus stuff, I think he deserves it. I'm not just saying that. If it would have been any other president, I was at that too. But I, I think that it's fair. It's fair to say that. It, it's it's fair to sit back and go, yeah, he needs a break. Because he does. Let him go golf for two hours. I mean, is it, it's not going to hurt the, like, anything. Like, it's not going to, like, do anything worse than it already, you know what I'm saying? It's, it, it's just let him go golfing, right? Also, Biden finally left his house <laughs> Monday. First time in two months. He had the mask on, all that kind of stuff. And he went to the... Uh, did anybody see the... Uh, I, don't, I don't know if I can pull this up here. Uh, let me see if I can pull this up. Now my phone's being slow. I don't, know if I, I don't know if you can see that or not. That's just a waste of time. Anyway, um, he went to the wall, the Vietnam wall, and uh, it just, it just, it's just pretty sad that he's in that condition. And I, I was listening to uh, Tim Pool. If you haven't watched the Tim cast, they were talking today about what if. What if he gets into off? Like, what if what if Biden wins and he passes away? Like, he's gonna have like like the Michelle Obama thing. I think that's a fair argument. I think that's a fair thing to say. Now, I don't know if it's gonna be Michelle Obama, uh, but Tim Pool was talking about you know Hillary Clinton. Like, what if Clinton he picks Clinton as the VP? 
which that would be the scariest thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I don't think he's going to win by himself. But like I said, he has to pick somebody like Clinton. If he picks Clinton or Obama, like he's he has a really good chance of winning. But nobody thinks that guy's fit for office. You know, basically it's going to be like basically it's going to be like a Bush Cheney situation where the vice president has to do all the work. And there's no real leadership at the top. It's just going to be... I mean, I can't imagine Biden as president. Like, that would just be the worst thing. I mean, think it's... Like, if you think it's bad now, he's just going to sign stuff... Like... He would just sign stuff into law. That didn't even make sense. Like, yeah, sure, man. Corn pop is going to... That sounds good, man. It just... It, it wouldn't... <laughs> it wouldn't be good at all. But, uh... Did... Did you hear him fart on TV today? Or like the other day? He he was doing an interview and he just let one rip, you know? <laughs> uh, I mean, look, he's an old man. Like, that happens. But it's just like... I don't know. It's funny. But it's just... It's it's kind of sad. It really is sad. Um, I want to talk about this Douglas Floyd situation that happened in the past... Um, or over the weekend. I guess it happened Monday. Now, if you've seen the video, right, if you've seen the video, it's pretty fair. It's it's pretty obvious what went down. Now, the reason why I'm, I, I chose not to talk about the situation in Georgia because there was a lot of stuff going on that I just don't know, right? And still with this situation... I don't really know, but there's a video came out today. It's very interesting what what happened in like the first video. Like when I watched the the original video that came out, and it was like ten minutes long, right? Everybody's seen it. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's really graphic. But the video started with him on the ground, right? And I chose not to cover it right away, or like right when I heard about it. I, I'm pretty quick to talk about it compared to, to all the other stuff related to this. But the reason why I think I'm going to talk about it is because I think it's pretty clear. But when I first saw that video, I was like, I don't know what happened before that. I don't know. I mean, he, I, the video started and he was on the ground. But there was a video that came out today that it it was pretty clear that he didn't like resist at all, and I understand that that case is a bad deal for it makes police officers, especially white police officers, look really really bad. And I know ninety nine point nine percent of police officers aren't like that. But the mainstream media are going, like they always do with these type of situations, they're going to make them look bad and it's only going to lead to more laws put in place, you know, like the body cam type of situation with that. It's going to be more like that, right? But what went down was murder. It was unjust. It was wrong. 
and it was really hard to watch. And a lot of people were like, oh, just wait till the facts come out. I was like, if you watch the video, it's pretty clear what what all the facts are. I don't I don't have to know anything else besides what I saw in that video or videos. There's several videos out there. But the first video that was released today, it was like a it was a it was a security cam thing, so there was no audio, but you can see what happened really, but the guy that pinned him on the ground wasn't the guy who arrested him, okay? The guy that pinned him on the ground, I don't know, there's still a missing puzzle. There's a still a missing puzzle piece to where he, like when he was arrested to when he was on the ground. There, there's something in between those videos that I have no idea what happened, but maybe, maybe something happened in between that video. I, I don't know, but I do know one thing. Uh, I'm glad that the four police officers got arrested, but I, I also want them to be convicted because it really didn't matter what what race you are. That was wrong. And I don't care. I, you know, I, like, I honestly don't care if he was white or if the guy was black. It, it, but it's just the principle of it. What happened in that video was terrible. I feel so bad for the families of the people of the like the Floyd family because what I've what I'm reading is that he was a really really good dude. So and I'm not saying that you know all the other people in the past weren't. I'm just saying that he didn't deserve for this to happen. Oh over if you don't know what happened, over a hot check. Over a bad check. But I have a couple questions like why didn't the other cops like intervene and stop this guy? You know, I understand arresting him. Actually, I don't over a hot check, but I understand arresting him. But I don't understand pinning him to the ground because he was already arrested. And all the things that are coming out right now, like cops are saying, and like people in the military, they're like, I don't know what happened. I, I don't know why he did what he did. Because it just doesn't really make sense to me. Like, you don't pin him at the neck. You can pin him at the feet. You can pin him at the the back. Or you can just put him in a car, you know? Put him in the car, you know? <laughs> but the one thing I hate about social media is that all those people were filming all that situation. All that... I mean, I understand there were cops, but it's just like, I hate this day and age where if a kid gets hit by, like, if a, if a kid gets hit by a bus, they're going to pull out their phone and record it. You know, that's just, I, that's the one thing I hate about this culture right now, this, this, this day and age we live in. I don't know. And maybe if I would have been there, it would have been a little bit different situation. And maybe, you know, I'm wrong to criticize them, but I'm just saying that it just, I don't, I don't understand why the cops didn't intervene or the people didn't do more than they did. I don't know. That's just, but what happened was wrong. And I hope that, I hope that they get a day in court and I hope that they get locked up for 
a very long time. And like I said, I don't care what race it is. I don't care about that. That's just a headline. That's just a, whenever they put black man gets killed by a white police officer, that is like 40 billion clicks for the media. It's all about selling clicks. That's all what they're doing, right? And I understand that this is not good for police officers because basically it doesn't it doesn't help the situation for black people to trust white cops it just doesn't help that situation at all but um what is coming out of that there's a lot of protests going on right now there's a lot of looting which i don't i look i I, I understand the protesting. I get that, and I think that they should be able to do that, right? What I don't understand is how is stealing TVs by the by the cartload? I mean, they're putting on this pallet jack or whatever the like the like the pallet thing, um, and they're literally stealing like five, six, ten TVs. How is that helping the cause? Like, I don't understand. Like. What good is that doing? You know what I'm saying? I I think that you should be able to protest. I get the protesting part, but violently protesting and also stealing from stores. I don't understand how that is helping the cause at all. I don't understand. I don't understand. Does that make sense to you? Does that make sense to anybody out there? But anyway, my thoughts and prayers go out to the Floyd family. Um... And for anybody out there saying, wait till the facts come out. We got to, you know, the innocent until proven guilty. I'm pretty sure this guy's guilty. I'm going to come out and say it. I'm pretty sure this guy, I don't want to make any projections or whatever. And I, you know, I hope that more evidence comes out and, you know, I, but I, I don't, I think my opinion of this situation, like it was wrong. And, and my, I don't think I, you know, everybody on the right, and there's a lot of people on the right, they're saying, yeah, this is a bad deal. But there's some people who are like, we need to wait till the facts come out, support all cops. You know, I get all, you know, most cops are good people, but there's some people out there like that, that don't deserve to have a badge. That's what I'm going to say right there. So did anybody see this Epstein, uh, Jeffrey Epstein uh, documentary on Netflix? It's called Filthy Rich. It just came out um, yesterday, and it's really good. I was, I honestly kind of forgot that it was coming out, and then I flipped on Netflix today, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's on there. So, yeah, that's I, I watched it, and it was really interesting if you haven't seen it. Um, one of the things that struck me as weird, a, a lot of the things in that documentary struck me as weird, uh, first thing off, uh, off the bat, Jeffrey Epstein sleeps with his socks on. So that that's the one thing that I thought was okay. This guy's a psychopath, but um, if it's just a really messed up deal, I like I knew what happened last year because it was in the news, but I didn't really know the history behind Jeffrey Epstein. Like I knew a bunch of stuff because I was I re- like after he passed away. I got you know like whatever you think about that. I, I don't think he killed himself, but after he passed away, um, I started researching a lot about Jeffrey Epstein, and uh, but this documentary likes 
it was like a firsthand thing about, you know, I didn't realize the the severity of that situation. It was a really crazy thing. But, you know, if you don't know, you have to watch the documentary. It's on Netflix. But uh, basically, the federal government looked over their shoulder or looked over the just kind of, you know, brushed it off like it wasn't a big deal for years, years and years and years and years. And especially Alex Acosta, who resigned last year, but he was involved in that case in 2006 or 2005 or something like that. And he uh, just kind of, uh, I think Jeffrey Epstein, his people paid him off basically to not, not uh, do anything about his case. But uh, he basically had a pyramid scheme for um, sex trafficking. It was sick and twisted. It was dirty and it, it was just bad, really bad. Um, but um, one of the things that they were talking about is uh, Bill Clinton was on that plane. Bill Clinton was on that island even though Bill Clinton said that he wasn't there. They showed a lot of pictures of Trump with Jeffrey Epstein, and yes, Trump was knew him, but they showed more pictures of, what I noticed in that documentary, they showed more pictures of Jeffrey and Donald more than Jeffrey with any other politician. They showed a picture of of the of uh, Bill Clinton, that famous picture of him with the like sitting by the computer, but they showed a lot of pictures with Donald Trump and Jeffrey. That's one of the things I had noticed, and also Alan Dershowitz was his lawyer, was Jeffrey's lawyer, and he was he was his lawyer and. I just realized in that documentary, like he was being paid by Jeffrey Epstein to defend him. That's the whole point of, you know, having a lawyer is to defend your 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 actions or whatever. Um, but Alan basically covered up the fact that he was that he was sleeping with uh, underage girls. So it was just sick. It was just sick really sick which brings me back that 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 show came out at a weird time because the whole forced vaccine thing and i'm just sitting there thinking like if jeffrey can pay alan to say that then who is paying alan to say this about forced vaccines hmm I don't know, just a, just a thought that I have in my mind. Um, I want to talk about this. Um, I did a video the other day, and I want to play it at the end of this podcast, talking about how to stay positive. You know, it's really important to stay positive in all of this. It's really hard to stay positive, but positivity is a choice. And I think in all of this, you have to be positive. And, you know, social media is a blessing and a curse. I'm able to get on here, ramble on my thoughts, and you guys listen. I really do appreciate it. And I think that that's why I've been feeling positive in the past couple of months as I've been doing these podcasts. I'm able to just 
get my thoughts out, get it off my chest. And I thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. But it's it's also a curse. You know, you get too much of it. You get too much, you know, the news and stuff like that. And sometimes you have to step back. And so what I've been doing is I've been waking up early and I don't look at my phone until like a couple hours after I wake up. And I listen to podcasts or I listen to music or I produce music. I also do that. Um, or I just don't do anything at all. Go outside, you know, exercise, stuff like that. Um, you know, being active is uh, really important right now. Eating healthy is really important right now. I think what you put in your body affects your mood. Um, I had, for the first time, I don't drink pop, but for the first time I drank my first Dr. Pepper, like today, I ordered a pizza. I said, hey, I want a, I want a Dr. Pepper. I ordered a two liter Dr. Pepper. I, I thought I ordered like a little small one and they got it. And I was like, here's your two liter. I was like, oh, thank you. And I looked at the receipt. I was like, yeah, I paid for that. Dang it. Anyway, but today I've been, or earlier today, you know, I was I, having some pizza and I just felt crappy. I was like, you know what? But anyway, um, it's good though. It's good. Like I probably hadn't had a pop in like so long. Because I just like drinking water and staying healthy. But out of all this, I don't buy into the hype. You know, so much of the mainstream media, like I said earlier, is just clicks. They want you to click on this, click on that. And I think it's important to stay informed. I think it's really important to, to stay informed. But right now, there's so much news. How can you stay informed? without being overload like I feel like every week every other day I just feel overloaded with news and so sometimes I get to a point where today I just I just um, put down my phone and just not even worried about it you know not even I'm not even gonna watch the news I mean like think about the news I need to do something else you have to do that you know I, th I think I think it's healthy to do that Last but not least, tips on how to stay positive. There's only so many things you can control. Figure out what you can what you can control and focus on that. You can't control other people. You can't control what happens in Washington, D.C. or what happens with... And that's, you know, sometimes people worry about so many things, but they can't they don't really have a say in those things. They don't, they really can't change those things. And I learned a long time ago is worry about the things that you can change. Worry about the things that you can focus, like you can, you know, change about your life and don't worry about things that you can't. So, um, I recorded a video Monday night and I'm going to end the show with that. Uh, sorry for the audio quality on that video. Like I said, I recorded it when my microphone wasn't working. But I think it's okay. I talked about some of the things I talked about on at the end of the show here. But I also go into North Korea talking about that. There's a playlist in the description below talking about imagine, you know, imagine if we were living in North Korea right now and we didn't have access to the internet. 
and they're doing the exact same thing that they're doing now, but we didn't have the internet. We would be totally lost. And the sad part about North Korea, there's people over there, they don't know what they're being told is a lie. If you don't know what's happening over there, I highly recommend there's a playlist in the, like a YouTube playlist that I put together of how North Koreans live over there. You know, first of all, they don't have the internet. They're very limited on food and stuff like that. Their, their government is like the government leader of the Kim family is like a god to them. They, you know, religion is banned. Anytime someone sneaks Christianity into the country, they get sent to a prison camp. They're very, they put, anytime someone visits the country, it's very, like, hardcore. They put a lot of, like, rules and stuff on, on them. And it's very, uh, it, it's very, like, everything they do over there is very highly surveillanced. You know, they, they only can do certain things over there. And we have a lot of issues now. I don't, I, I'm not stupid. I can see that. But look at what other people are, are having to live with in other countries like China and North Korea. You know, I look on Twitter and I look on social media. And for the past three years, I've seen people say some of the most disgusting things about the president. But if they were in North Korea, first of all, they wouldn't have the platform to say that. But if they said that about the Kim family, they would be gone. Like, they would be no more like <laughs> Kathy Griffin. Like, if you imagine if Kathy Griffin did that to the to uh, Kim Jong-un, like, she would be gone. Like, she would be out of there. But anyway, uh, here is that video that I recorded the other night. Um, thank you for watching. And... Uh, have a great day. Hey, what is going on, guys? It is the Redneck Patriot, and I wanted to do a video podcast uh, for you guys. I hope everybody is having a good uh, week, and I hope everybody had a good Memorial Day uh, this past weekend. And I wanted to do a podcast. I know it's just on one topic, and I know it's going to sound different because I'm using my computer. I don't know what happened to my microphone, but it sounds okay. I tested it earlier, so I got my phone here, my notes, all that kind of stuff. And uh, we're going to just get into how to stay positive during this time. And I think that one thing I have found is that I am using less social media. I actually downgraded my phone to a... Uh, smaller phone so I'm using less social media and when I wake up in the morning I don't go straight to social media I probably it takes about an hour or two before to get on Instagram or anything at all so um, so I downgraded my phone using less social media and the big thing is I'm not watching the news throughout this whole thing I have not watched the news once and I think that if you kick that out of your life and you actually look at the facts and you look at the numbers, 
And the numbers tell you that it's, you know, numbers don't lie. So the numbers tell you what's actually going on. And the media is just using what they want to push whatever they want, right? So if you actually look at the data and the facts, then it will uh, be easier to stay calm. And throughout all this, you know, by doing all of this in this past couple months, um, it's uh, been easy to, uh, you know, stay calm and stay positive. And also, I've been looking at other countries and how they're dealing with this and not just with this issue, but I'm looking at other countries and and I'm I am thankful to be able to live in this country because I posted a video today in China. They're using facial recognition to um, whatever you board on a plane or not a plane, but any kind of transportation like a bus or I saw a video today. It was on YouTube ads. Uh, I was clicking on another video and it had a ad for a company that this company in China, they make this uh, tablet type thing you put in your, like whenever people walk in, it checks their temperature and it tells you to put on a mask. And they're doing that over in China. And in order to come to work, you have to do that. Or in order to board a, you know, whatever you have to do that. So, and also I've been looking at, you know, uh, North Korea. I've been really interested in this in uh, North North Korea and uh, not just how they're dealing with the virus, but how they live. And I'm, you know, I've been talking about a lot on the podcast about how we have a lot of issues right now, but I think that we have and we live in the greatest country in the world, but I don't want... I don't want this this country to be like China or like or like North Korea. I put together a playlist on videos that I watched this past month talking about North Korea and how terrible it is. And I was very surprised. I didn't know that much about North Korea. But uh, it, very, it, it, it shocked me. I knew it was bad, but it's just like, I didn't know it was that bad because, you know, at least in this country, you have an option to, you know, which news site to follow. And we have the internet, which is, I'm thankful for that because it gives people an option to, you know, watch certain things. If you don't want to watch the news, you don't have to. And it's not like in North Korea, they're forcing you to watch that, but it's like your only choice to watch the news. There's only like three channels, I think. As I've been really interested in like looking into that and seeing how they live over there. And if, like I put like 35 videos on this playlist, if you want, want to go check it out in the description of North Korea and also China, talking about how, you know, they live over there. But it's just a bad thing. And if you think it's bad in, 
you know, in this country, straighten that, straighten that. Up. I don't want to be like a like gangster thing, whatever. But but if you uh, <laughs> if you think it's bad in this country, you know, look at North Korea and look at those videos because they, you know, they they only allow certain information to go out, right? They only allow certain you know things to go out, and and if you go against the leader, that's another thing. You like in China and North Korea and other Asian countries, they have a social, um, like a social uh, score basically. And in North Korea, there's like three social things. Like the like the highest one is like you are um, you are like important to the government or like you treat the government like a god or you treat like the kim family like a god and the lower one is like a you're like a threat to the kim family and then it's the same way in china but in china i was watching a video today like another video about how they track chinese people and they're saying in the next like five to ten years they're gonna have like they're already doing this now but they're gonna do it more like uh putting numbers on like they're already tracking them through the camera so they're watching the camera but they're trying to find a way to put their social score on the camera so whenever they do certain things they can say oh that guy has a high credit score or not a credit score a social score so they might treat him a little bit differently than i don't know it's 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 a mess over there but um i can't imagine you have a lot of problems here but i I can't imagine being over there right now, you know, and especially with like the virus thing. I mean, I'm just talking about in general, but the virus is going to, you know, make it worse. But in, I've been, re- I, 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 like, I don't know why I'm so interested in North Korea. Like, I, I don't know why it's just, it's very interesting to me how, how they live. And it makes me sad that, that, uh, how they live because they don't, they don't know what's going on outside of their own little, bubble it's like a it's like a it's it's called the hermit kingdom for a reason they are totally isolated from everywhere else and when the people from north korea go out of the country they are sent to russia or other countries to work for the government and the government takes that money and pays them like very little like i think it's like maybe ten dollars a month but they those countries pay them like, I don't know, hundreds and thousands of dollars per person per year. And so they spend like three years over there or something like that to work for that. And then the, the government, like the North Korean government takes that and, you know, gives them like crumbs. It's just, it's really sad. But uh, if you're, if you're interested to go check out that playlist. And uh, so that's how I've been staying positive. It's just watching less news taking a break from social media, taking a break from you. Sometimes you have to step off of social media. Sometimes you have to step back. Sometimes you have to, you know, one day I, uh, whenever it just started, like, I think it was like in the first two weeks of the quarantine, I just got in my car and just drove my, my truck and just drove over to another city, you know, just on the, on the internet. So that's how I've been dealing with it. Just staying, staying, uh, you know, calm and uh, positive. And I think if you do that, you know, I, I think that that's probably the way to go. But a lot of people are 
a lot of people on both sides are freaking out about this. And I think that I've been able to stay calm throughout this whole thing by just not really, not really like taking what they say with a grain of salt, because I knew at the beginning, they didn't have a lot of data on this. They didn't like, they didn't understand a lot about it. So it seemed like every day something was changing. So I was like, well, I really, I really can't freak out about this because they don't know either, you know? And it, at first it seems scary. And I, you know, I've definitely, you know, in the past three months have been kind of freaked out a little bit. It's not like I'm not freaked out. It's just some people are taking it to extreme levels and uh, I don't know. But anyway, I thought I would say, just give you guys some tips on how I've been trying to stay positive and just, you know, I'm I'm definitely I'm definitely less freaked out about the about the CV, but I'm more freaked out about what the government and the local authorities all across the states they're doing to um, like they're how they're responding to this. So I just wanted to I just had some notes on my phone and I thought that um, that would be a good video. And I might upload this to the podcast too, just a little quick podcast. I didn't really think about this too much. I just thought I would make a video and just talk about that. So anyway, thanks for watching.